Uh, speaking of Iron Man, uh, uh, the 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 Earth sixty nine four twenties Iron Man Elon Musk has caught COVID. Oh no! Yay! <laughs> Hooray! You fucking you did it, Elon. He was too busy in the in the Giga factory getting his giga giga giggity on wow uh, sure. sniffing the the latest tesla truck that's come off the production line he has to sniff every truck for quality yeah. <laughs> they drive it into his office he he has the giant hangar doors slowly close hiss closed and then it like releases steam i get so fucking irritated by this guy because he'll post something like you know, I should be able to get a PCR test to to check for this uh, sort of like spike protein in my blood. He, <laughs> you know, you would think as much time as he spends on the internet, he would be like more aware of like the fact that he's the the human embodiment of here's your fucking Reddit gold, sir. Right. Like, well, and he's also just fucking wrong because a PCR test doesn't check for proteins. It's only for DNA. The only thing a PCR test can test for is viral DNA. It doesn't test for fucking proteins, you dipshit. Well, that's, I mean, kind of the problem. All his vi- uh, all his DNA is viral. Yeah. Like, he's, he's just a fucking... He, he himself is a virus. Yeah, a blight that, upon the that earth. child of his, like, <laughs> Ash A12 or whatever, however you pronounce that. It's actually just is a... Is named like a virus. Yeah, it's just a bundle of viruses. <laughs> oh, my God, it totally is. <laughs> well, we cracked yeah, that, the code, y'all. Absolutely. That poor fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Grimes, more like grimy, that's how... They picked up the, the oh, virus. Go. Got her ass. Nice, yeah. great. Got him. Yeah, we did it. We dunked on <laughs> Elon Musk again. For the, how long until Elon Musk goes away? Elon Musk enjoys the pain at this point. That's why he's the Reddit guy. He just he, he he's posting. He likes it. he likes being the meme. Well, he's he probably has that like you know like that new phenomenon of like um like online self harm where you post uh stupid things so you know that people are going to like. A dunk on you, and you're like, "Well, this is Tell what you I deserve." Fucking moron! Yeah. yeah, it's like the Tim Pool syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> Tim Pool, more more like Dim Tool, in my opinion. <laughs> God, talk about a real dumbass. I wonder if he, he's gonna get COVID. That'd be funny. He's well, like, where is he gonna get invited to? No one likes him. Like, what parties is he going to? <laughs> How's he gonna catch it? He's gonna bring someone into his studio, and they're gonna give him. He, COVID, he gets invited to the fucking like... Beanie Wearers Anonymous uh, meeting or whatever that he's a part yeah, of. Yeah, he's like a he's like a head never nude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's perfect. I mean, going back to uh, what we were talking about with like balding and stuff. I mean, Tim Pool must make enough. Of his Patreon, that he could at least make a down payment on some hair plugs. Yeah. If it yeah. were really the, you know, if it were really a thing that he was so concerned about that he wears just that dumb fuck the hat same all the fucking time, beanie all the time. Like I he's bet a goddamn. You, I bet you it's early two nice. thousands. Uh, you know, rapper cartoon character. Ugh. He's uh, he's he's literally a character from like Hey Arnold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Beanie Kid's afraid to take off his beanie. <laughs> Jesus, I'm really dating myself with the references today, though. I was talking about the movie Hannibal. I was talking about, <laughs> about Kate Arnold. Jesus. It's okay. I, I do my best not to because people people need to think that I'm also a, a young millennial when I'm actually probably near the like middle of them. The higher end of millennials? No, not higher end. Higher end of millennials are like literally like 45 now. <laughs> What what is what is your age? I'm only thirty. I'm I'm you know I'm a baby. Oh shit! See, you're not even yeah. You you're not even close to being like the higher end of millennials. I think that I'm yeah. like I'm I'm closer to the uh, the millennial cutoff. But I am a millennial. Mm-hmm. But so is so is anyone. Like that's that's just uh that's just the old people's like uh catch all for anyone that they don't like that is young. I mean, we're all millennials now. Capitalism makes millennials of all of us. Uh, millennial, uh, no, woman is the millennial of the world. Oh no, that sucks. I hate that. <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. There you go. God, that certain that one certainly is a gem because it's always bad no how no matter how you uh, rephrase it. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to keep this show slur free. But I'm sorry that I used the millennial I've done slur it again. Psychic Dolphin Garage.
Hey everybody, welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. We are the official podcast, the Houston IWW. I'm Zach. I'm Bo. And I'm Dennis. And we have a wonderful guest with us today. It's Matt from the Liquid Flannel Flannel Podcast. How are you doing, Matt? I, I'm I'm doing just fine. Yeah, no, it's it's funny that you kind of mispronounced that because we uh we refer to our listeners as the as the Liquid Flamily. <laughs> oh God, uh, yeah. that rules. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, it's great to be with you guys. Thanks uh, Thank for, for inviting me on. Of course, it's been it is our pleasure. We are enjoying this uh, also it's, immensely. It's been as a well. it's been a long time coming. I think the first time uh, y'all ever reached out to me was like back last March or something. The before times, yeah. Dan. The before the times. Before yeah. times, we were hopeful that the Rose Caucus was going to do stuff, and then they never got back to us, and then. We like I don't know what happened after that, but now it's now it's now we're here. The left completely collapsed like a cheap fucking card table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Look, I love I love um, all of my lefty friends, and I still consider myself a leftist. But we've got to admit that uh, we really took one in the nards um, this year. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're we're I, always it, already taking one in the nards every fucking day. Yeah. Just by uh, getting up and going to work or fucking doing, <laughs> going shopping like just chumps, just un- you know? just understanding the stuff that we understand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm worse off for it. Uh, every second, I am more progressively more and more worse off for it. So. What a great yeah, start to uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not doing anything with the Rose Caucus now because it has uh it has it did not turn out to be the wonderful experiment that we thought it would be. Um so instead we're doing the same thing that we normally do to cope, which is uh scroll Twitter endlessly and then sit down together and and try to make each other laugh. Caucus, I um, hardly know. Uh I don't even um I I, I hardly uh I, I don't know us. Yeah. But, uh, never, uh, yeah. Bo's uh, never fingered his own butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there is there a Rose Caucus prolapse uh subcaucus? I think that's like a good pun. Right? <laughs> Kinda. That's not a rose anymore. That's a full bloom, boy. Uh, the sub and dom caucuses. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm regretting my decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you said yes back then. We had no reason to believe that you would. Absolutely nothing's changed since March. We're still talking about bottles, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really a, a fool, fool me then. twice, shame on me sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just wait till we try to get you on the bonus episode. Then it'll be, then it'll be, mm-hmm. uh, then it'll be shame on us. Right, so, right. <laughs> um, interesting, interesting things happening this week. We're, you know, slowly like the news is not nearly as black pilled as it was when we were still wondering if Biden was going to pull through the electoral votes or if the Supreme Court was going to determine who our president was going to be. Uh, neither option uh, was great still, but. Uh, but uh, you know the the one benefit of Biden having at least won the popular and electoral votes is now the the maggots are on the streets, um, and they are crying. One million of them, I believe. A a, a full million of them. Exactly yes. one million, not We've, one more, one less. Mm-hmm. Sure. They have they've activated their uh, the battalions. They're they're turning out. Um, full in full force to uh, to melt on the in the streets of DC. I, the snowflakes. Ah, uh, I see. I mean, this is sort of a this is sort of a dark observation, but at least the like the rash of um, you know like fash adjacent violence that a lot of people were anticipating did not end up really materializing. Right. Yeah. But, well, like like. By fash violence, you mean like militias determining that it was time for them to activate the and, day of the rope, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah, the fucking boogaloo was gonna go down or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's good. I think mostly because all of the military leadership is certainly in favor of maintaining the power structure that allows them to have a trillion dollar budget. Yeah, to cut a fucking paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, so neoliberalism really does work for them. Yep. 
Well, because um, it also then it makes not. them look like the good guys in history books in the end. Well, exactly. Oh yeah, they were the they were the reasonable people in the room mm-hmm. or something. Or like mm-hmm. The people the people who held back the the tide of you know yeah. oncoming they fascism. Were, right. They were Populist, they were the uh, uh, right. Nonsense, yeah, they yeah. were the uh, they were adulting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and, and, the no. The military industrial complex made it through this by adulting. The fucking populist comment is is a really good one too because um, it it really does seem like uh, people believe that there are no different flavors of populism. Just if a thing is popular, then it's populist, and therefore it yeah, therefore then it must it's be obviously bad. you know maga bullshit chud uh, right doomer e girl. I'm having a stroke. Yeah, uh, yeah, you are. That's why we resisted Bernie. We we we're resist bots, and we resisted Bernie <laughs> <laughs> because he's populist, and anything populist is bad. This is how I understand the world. Mm-hmm. It's how I understand Trump works. It's a he's good a uh, source of analysis. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything is black and white. Yeah. It's perfect. Yep. The yep. Uh, the only intersections are populism and unpopulism. Yeah. No, uh, unpopulism. Yeah, unpopulism, the, which is uh, all the uh, things I like that are cool and good, which, and populism, the things you like, which are bad and stupid. Unpopulism is when you unpopulate the earth. <laughs> no, see, but popu- unpopulism becomes popular or populous uh, populism when you like take it to the mall, you get it like a you know a makeover, and then. <laughs> It takes off its glasses, and then you find out it was hot the entire time. It was actually really pretty. Yeah, huh. damn. Wow. God, See, I don't know. Pretty. I don't know why everybody's so focused on uh, populism when we could be talking about Funko populism. Oh, there yeah, you there go. go. Ooh. That's, when did that's, this podcast that's, that's become about puns? <laughs> when, when I, my man? Huh? That's 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 what you get when you I, that's that's what you get when you add me to a podcast. I'm sorry. It's 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 all dad humor all the time. I wasn't I wasn't prepared yeah. for the punishment. Shut up! Fuck both of you. Fuck off. That one was good. I, you two are Biden dumb a, bitches and just plant. jealous that you didn't come up with it. Biden has a con- uh, comprehensive plan for pun control in this country. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very I literally sorry. At, I'm not sorry. I, that sucked on purpose. There is a, um, there's a fork within like reach of my hands. I will I will stab my hand on like live on this recording. Oh shit! Let's let's keep going then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, yeah. To uh, I've I've been back. on pun employment since April. Oh, no, that no, you can't. No, that that doesn't work. Don't start it. That, again. No, that's bad. To, that was just bad. Beto O'Rourke, back, Beto O'Rourke jumps up on a uh, table in a in a diner someplace in El Paso and talks about pun control. <laughs> to circle back to what, <sighs> God damn it, uh, we were talking about before all this fucking whatever we're talking about. Um, I, Matt, I think you make a good point with like, uh, and I was thinking about this earlier today even of like. So much of Trump's, uh, you know, incitement of violence is is very stochastic in nature, right? And just kind of decentralized and not effective other than, you know, the occasional violent outburst by one of the extra crazy people, right? Uh, So it's interesting to see then, like, them try to mount an effort of, hey, we're gonna, you know, take back the government, Uh, all of us fucking... Loosely affiliated Facebook groups. <laughs> yeah, we're finally going to do this like mass movement. Like we we are the silent majority. If we all show up in one place at one time, like our our power will be undeniable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what's kind of sad about it is that when it doesn't attempt to happen on such a large scale, like with the Million Maga March, like they actually do get their way a lot of the times. Like the uh, you know you had these uh, militia members up in. Like Minnesota, like storming the state house. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just yeah. a just and a bunch of guys Oregon in fucking. As well, I believe. Yeah, a bunch of a couple in Michigan. In Michigan, maybe. Yeah. Yep. I tend yeah. to I tend to get the upper it's... Midwest states mixed up, um, but <laughs> one of those corn states, yeah. you know. Well, it's, well it's, I mean, I'm I'm from the Great Plains, but to me, you know, I, I grew up in Nebraska. So up there, it's just like a bunch of weird Scandinavian people who seem to have like more or less the same politics as each other. Yeah. So yeah. it's real easy to get them confused. Yeah, it's a politics based off of right. dairy. Yeah, and that I can yeah. get into. And uh, passive aggressiveness. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. But so so what I, I was saying though was that it, like it's it's baby's first solidarity. When they try to do it on a on a smaller scale, um, they can actually show up. You know, like how many people do you think are actually in the Michigan State House at any given time? It's probably like I don't know what like two three hundred people. So if you get sixty mm-hmm. dudes in uh, like Hawaiian shirts, all you know, strapped to the gills, like, yeah, that's going to be pretty intimidating. Right. Uh, it doesn't work quite as well when you try to, when you call your thing the million MAGA march and then, like, how many people showed up? It was, like, 18,000 like or something. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, 12 is the one I saw. Okay. It's, it's somewhere between, you know, 1 and 20,000. Yeah, no, well, sure, sure. no actual people showed up. Oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> but, you know, it. I just... Like I, I do wonder because like the police are fully letting them LARP this this little fantasy of theirs, um. But I, I wonder why like the, like the the alphabet groups uh must not really consider them much of a concern, otherwise they would have put the kibosh on it a lot sooner. Um. Well, I mean, it's it's twofold, right? In that, like by and large, they agree with them, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and also, like, they're not, because of that somewhat, they're, like, not particularly a threat to, again, you know, Raytheon cutting their fucking paycheck or something, so what's it matter, right? Yeah, so I I guess they just must have, because they, because, like, you know, the FBI and the CIA want to maintain a neoliberal status quo. They don't really necessarily want fascism because it doesn't, it doesn't really help them out in the long run. All of these like no, it's hot, too destructive. Yeah. It fucks up, uh, you know, shareholders. Yeah, all these so. hot dog neck people with glasses and earpieces, like they they want they want to maintain the <laughs> the neoliberal like status quo. So they must just be fine with the like like obviously they have the FBI on the ground there somewhere just to make sure that nothing gets too out of hand. But like <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they they must they just really must not see them as a threat. Well, because they already have them ideologically right. cocked. Like that too. They, they, they are showing up to these things and they're talking like they're going to... Alex Jones did a speech and he said, we're doing a second revolutionary war. They're not trying to overthrow the entire structure that reinforces neoliberalism, which is imperialism and the police and all of the companies. Yeah, capitalism. That the, the corporations, the capitalism you can just say that capitalism, drives Zach, the machine. Fine. You're in a safe place. Okay. I, <laughs> um, you know, they don't want to overthrow those things. They want to get rid of the neoliberal politicians that are maybe for Medicare for all or a single payer system. Yeah, they or... want to get they get they want to get rid of transgender bathrooms. Yeah. They exactly, they want they want exactly. to win this culture war where Whereas neo- neoliberalism, as we've seen, uh, Biden's new cabinet with uh, you know the most intersectional war criminals possible, like neoliberalism will just co-opt this sort of thing and be like, "See, look, we're great." Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, doesn't matter that well, you're you and- know, working a fucking twenty-hour shift at McDonald's because uh, you're selling rainbow burgers. <laughs> yeah, at any rate, like their main demands seem to be things like we need a mandatory like. Uh, like cheerleading session for the idea of America as a nation <laughs> all the time, which like that, that works perfectly fine for the CIA, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why literally Facebook, uh, Twitter and third platform that, because you're supposed to, MySpace, rule three, three. We talk about the, right, yeah, right. There you go. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, all of the, these big platforms that most people are on, uh, they make money off of reinforcing those concepts and they're certainly breeding grounds for them to test out, uh, you know, test out their latest, greatest way to sow dissent among, you, you know, the working class and, and to build these narratives up around very, uh, very weird I- ideas, ideals that are, that are not dangerous to them. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing to look at the uh, like the difference in the Overton window between uh, like the average Twitter experience versus the average Facebook experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I, and I I much prefer Facebook because Twitter. Me, there's like three things a, we, a day that happen on Twitter, and you have to know each and every single one of them. <laughs> at least lore. on Facebook. Oh, it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, at least on Facebook, you're like ah. 
Ah, yes, the left can't meme. There we go. That's the good one. <laughs> oh, so somebody... some transphobia. Oh, yeah. Okay, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. That's like, a classic. It's, <laughs> it's it's just, it's it's the refuse of the internet, yeah, yeah, for it's, sure. It's like, it's, it's Tuesday. We're back on uh, food discourse. We're talking about British food today. Like, you've, you've been here yeah, before. Yeah, Air quotes exactly. around Facebook's food, giving me you can, right. you can you, <laughs> you can check out any time you like, but you can never leave, you know? <laughs> yeah, jeez. I saw some Somebody uh, describe uh, Parler, um, the uh, it's like the right wing alternative to Twitter, um, mm. which originally Ma- apparently was too hard for them. To apparently, use. they meant to call it Parlay. Yeah, um, but then their uh, user base revolted. It's like we're not going to do that fucking f- French shit. You know? Yeah, Parlay. I mean, that's that's like pirates, and we all know pirates are like you know gay, super gay. Right. Obviously, a bunch of dudes on a boat. Okay, this but unironically like at a time. Yeah, I, I, I unironically think that, though. Um, and, and, it's, and it's cool as hell. But uh, I saw somebody... Uh, a bunch of gay dudes running away and then just, like, pirating supplies off of the mainland because fuck the aristocracy. Yeah, and, like, and... singing songs and drinking rum together. That sounds fucking great. Yeah, sign you know? me up. Okay. That sounds like I already was plan, into honestly. the idea of, of being a pirate, but now I'm doubly into this uh, apocalypse. Right, plan. right, right. Shit! What was I saying? Jesus. Oh yeah, about uh, about parlor. Um, <laughs> about parlor, yeah. Yeah. So somebody described it as uh, uh, it said that they should rename it as Mindspace, which I thought was very funny. And M E I N Mindspace. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple. Uh, there's been a couple like only clans. Um, <laughs> four clan, eight clan. Which uh, you don't. I feel like I mean, those are a little Chan redundant, is honestly. already shorthand for being a reactionary you know, shithead. Yeah, <laughs> I just threw it out there because those are the gimmies, right? Right, right, right. Like, You know, four chan and eight chan are already like bad enough, so yeah, you, you get the clan pun out of it. Um, God, there was a list somewhere. I when I scroll Facebook, my brain is off. I do not retain anything <laughs> from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, sure. Now you see a lot you of know. these, and and some of them are actually kind of clever. If liberals are good for anything, it's it's being they, pithy. It's being pithy, yeah, right. So you get like it's it's having like, watched the West Wing enough to be able to walk and talk and come up with a fucking absolutely, you know, clever. So you thing. end up with the like like y'all Kata. I thought was very funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, y'all Kata is a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I as long as as long as there is like a basic like forum software that you can run on an old laptop in your in your computer room. Yeah. They'll have a place to get on. There won't always be a snappy app like Parlay or Mastodon, you know, the open source oh, platform. God, remember Mastodon? Or... What the fuck? <laughs> it's 2017. It's just... uh, fucking, I'm a game developer being targeted by Gamergate weirdos. Time to get the fuck off Twitter. Yep. Oh, there's nobody here on Mastodon. Yep. Well, this sucks. Yeah, weirdly, it exactly. seems to have worked for a bunch of journalists who... Uh, either like rage quit their own jobs or got you know driven out for being a reactionary yeah, yeah. um on uh what's that one Substack, which oh, yeah. does seem to be working for some oh. people you know yeah. glenn greenwald's now you know he's complaining about how like i took a massive pay cut i'm only making three hundred and twenty three thousand dollars a year now i mean how do you survive on something like that that's <laughs> right right that's a pauper's sum right there doesn't he live in fucking Brazil? I've got to assume that the uh, the American dollar <laughs> like, like goes six pesos a day. To yeah, live right. In the little village that he's living <laughs> right. in. Uh, I I am going to be downloading P H O R U M forum to make the latest greatest forum based website. The kids have never seen a real forum before, so it'll be really cool. Yeah. Just remake something awful. Just just do that. <laughs> Make it make it a you know fucking pay thing. So when somebody gets banned, it's like you know you really fucked up. And uh, there you go, no more boomers. Uh, you know what you do is you make a subreddit queue. about it, and then when you get someone big on, you ban them so that then you post about it in the subreddit so that the subreddit post gets big so that people see your community so that they'll want to come in. Now well, and also anybody who's going to be anybody who's going to be big enough to want to go on your subreddit to begin with has a Twitter account and they're going to put you on blast for banning them, which is yeah. just going to drive a lot more traffic. Exactly. This is, this is hashtag it's, engagement. Folks. Yeah, exactly. It's this fucking SEO one one here. Yeah. God. And that's how you convince people to buy, you know, 
your merch and then suddenly you're just like you're you're saying weird stuff about the Jews on on a show um because that's how you get the viewers. Tim Pool wins again. We've we've recreated we've recreated Tim Pool. This is this is where he would keep his misses if he had any. Whoa! Jeez, oh, yeah. The the Million Maga March it it's it's a product of it's a product of a perfect storm of a lot of things. A lot and, of really dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, not not necessarily 2020, but like where we are at in internet culture, we were at. Um, in uh, just socially life culture, yeah. In, in life culture, uh, you know, I I think it's I think it's it's funny to watch. It's also, you know, thank God only a few people are being stabbed by Proud Boys, and it's not a full blown. Well, that's like, that's kind of what I was thinking earlier, right? Uh, with regards to oh, thank God, uh, most of this violence is you know kind of stochastically generated and not organized. Uh, the Proud yeah. Boys are kind of the exception to that rule, right? Especially now that like one of them's decided, like, oh yeah, no, I'm just gonna come out and make it obvious that I'm a neo-Nazi instead of making it obvious, uh, just only most of the time. Yeah, yeah. I've been curious to see what the uh, so you're referring to uh, the guy referred to as based stick man, I believe. Right. Yeah. That, that his, name's a, <laughs> his name's a his name's a Chapman or yep. something like that. Um. Yeah. Who uh who like basically formed a a Proud Boys splinter group that's explicitly white supremacist, not just the, yeah. not just the sort of the usual uh, like sad. Kind of, uh, well, you know, yeah. the, like I, I'm a proud, I'm a, I'm a proud white chauvinist. Like or I won't Western apologize. Yeah. Western chauvinist. I, I, I won't apologize for creating the modern world. Like shut the fuck up, dude. Like, dude, all 20... you create are like Taco Bell shits. It's mm-hmm. not, <laughs> you know, you're, you're. you're you are a product of this Western world. So and, I've uh, I've actually been really us. yeah. So I've actually based, been really curious to see what happens with um like how did the other Proud Boys react to this uh, sort of like factionalism? I don't know. I I haven't really seen anything about the actual reaction to it. I mean, denial is my first uh you know guess because sure when whenever they're confronted on the racism within the main organization and the fact that hey you know. Like, it's pretty obvious, you know, it's pretty obvious, despite, you know, having some non-white members, what you guys mean when you're saying Western chauvinism, you know, it's like, oh, no, it's, you know, they then they point to their, you know, non-white members and like, no, it's about like, you know, American heritage and like, you know, basically you could slot out any of these things for white and it's, uh, it's pretty obvious where they get all the rhetoric from initially. Right, I think so, it's. Does, uh, I think it's funny. Does this based stick man have like a high and tight haircut, wear suits all the time, and talk about like farm work? Is is based stick man just Richard? No, Spencer no, he is. He is not. He is not the dapper fascist. No, um, yeah, yeah. Usually, usually for, when for you see him out remember, there, he's he like got his fucking uh, kind of debut um, as based stick man, uh, stick man rather, um, by I forget which uh, set of protests it was. I want to say like twenty. 17 maybe uh whacking yeah, it was some, post uh, Charlottesville. protesters on the head with a big old stick mm-hmm. yeah because he was the he was the one who invented that idea of like instead of carrying a flag on like an, an ordinary just like flagpole you get like a big fuck off dowel like a thing that you would use for a curtain rod or something and you staple your flag <laughs> to it because then it doubles as a weapon yeah. which is of course the reason that he was showing up but but no, he yeah. is—he's not the dapper fascist. He's the guy who's like, I—I I don't know. There's there's going to be a, a protest in Houston. It's going to be 115 degrees, and he shows up like in a ghillie suit or something. Yeah, he's—that's he, how you know that this this man is a psychopath. He is not a great brand representative. 115 in Houston with the humidity is like 165 degrees inside of that. Inside of that ghillie suit, right? He yeah. is a he is a fully he's a roasted pig, yeah. in there. and you know he's not wiping his ass either. Oh, so yeah. it, the smell, is, oh yeah, it would be you know. it would be too gay. I mean, you're you're basically touching a man's asshole. <laughs> you so can't, you can't put the paper know. between the butt cheeks. That's pretty gay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, really, so I'm really curious then, like this guy who you know, it's it's so easy for us to dunk on that I've kind of forgotten the last couple of minutes because it's just trivial, you know. 
um, yeah. to, to be very able to silly, fucking... but also very like, we should keep an eye on this, you know? Yeah. 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 So I've been, I've been curious, you know, especially like, you know, this is a thing that the New York times actually could cover well because it's totally up their alley. Like find the proud boys of color and ask them what they think about, you know, this, this splinter group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've done all those. They've done all those articles on like going under. They love and talking it. To they love your doing this shit, right? Yeah. Well, because like, isn't Andy No like, technically also a proud boy? Like, God, he's a, so. Funny. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's like Jesus. gay and Asian. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't think that uh, they are very uh, pleased with you. But then again, um, wh- oh, what, what, what is that? What are the like original Nazis? I can't his name. I think his last name was like Ryan or Reinst. Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it very much is just like it. Re- it reminds me of like uh, Andy No's situation. Very much reminds me of like Nazis, where you know they pretty much allowed any, even like Jews and like white gay men, as long as you were anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, Friedrich Reinst. Uh, yeah, that's his name. Something like that. Uh, but then they, um, you know, quickly turned on uh, these uh, Jews and gay men. Uh, wow, crazy how that happens. Yeah, crazy. yeah I think the, uh, you know, I think I think for some really good perspective, all you need to do is go back and read something uh, written by Gregor Strasser in like 1941. Um, oh wait, no, he'd been dead for like three years by that point. <laughs> <laughs> going out, going out the good way, going out. On the night of the long knives, yeah. Instead of uh, in a bunker alone, at least, uh, at least you're, at least you're uh, remembered for being like one of the ones <laughs> caught up in that, instead of being one of the ones that was like having to scrape together enough cyanide to kill yourself uh, and yeah, you your, know, uh, was... you know, yeah. Also, very left out, uh, yeah. Fucking government assigned. Um, <laughs> Uh, Marilyn Monroe clone or whatever, but you know, <laughs> but both of them, you know, ideologically consistent all the way up until the end. So yeah. you know, yeah, who's who's to say? Oh yeah, consistency—that's the one, the mainstay of the of the uh, of the. Which party. reminds <laughs> me of a topic that was in the outline, which was this uh, rehabilitation of George W. Bush. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think that I am. A bit older than most of the people on this podcast, so uh, if my memory of the Bush years is a little bit more clear, yeah. Um, I mean, I was in first grade when nine eleven happened, so yeah. Okay, all right. Give you some perspective there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so but I like it. Didn't mean anything. To but me. this was this was a thing that happened in the the two thousand four the two thousand four presidential election was the first election I was able to vote in. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. and I remember hearing at the time, yeah, George W. Bush isn't great, but at least he's consistent. (laughs) It's like, he's consistently shit. Why are you voting for this? You know, (laughs) he's a guy you could have a beer with, you know? Yep. It's, it's the, it's the evil I know versus the evil I, I don't. I, I think there was some of that, but there also really did seem to be, uh, sort of a, like a press in the press. Mm. Um, toward the idea of like, yeah, you may not agree with him, but at least he like he does the same thing every single day. You know, what compassionate you've got. conservatism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, he's not unpredictable. Compa- like, uh, you know, well, but uh, also, drugs. I mean, pro- prosecuting the Iraq War, you know, which didn't start until um, that would have been what like March of two thousand. It was on my birthday that we actually invaded Iraq. Oh fuck! Uh, March of. Uh, must have been 2003. Uh, So, like, the Iraq War was pretty young then, and, you know, massive international protest against it, um, including, you know, domestically and lots of anti-war marches and things. Um, Everybody at the time knew that the Iraq War was a bad idea, but at least you knew what you were getting with George W. Bush. Uh, And it it seems like... Just going to go for the oil and not also... And and the reason I bring it up, you know, in the context of uh, the conversation we were having was, you know, I think that really does speak to this weird liberal fixation on sort of rehabilitating George W. Bush's image. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he gets to go on Ellen or whatever, like, because Trump was inconsistent and that that even like fucked up the conservative mind. They didn't know what he was going to do the next day. 
you know, George W. Bush was just quietly evil um, and actually, you know, prosecuted a fairly competent administration, you know, until everything went tits up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. Right. Right. (laughs) Definitely. Unfortunately, just for. Oh, for sure. It's. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not doing the thing. I'm not rehabilitating George W. Bush here. I I think. Yeah. No, like like all of the all of the posts that I've seen on like Reddit are like him is like, wow, he had such good comedic timing. Like, yeah, he was a psychopath that had millions of people murdered. And he got away with it because he put on a good face for the press and for Congress. He, he and he had people in his cabinet that like knew how to pull the levers right. of power. Um, you know, the 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 MAGA crowds that are that are protesting do not have access to the levers of power. The Trump administration is has full access to the levers of power and doesn't really know how to pull them. Like, thank God he was incompetent. I guess like that's where we're starting the rehabilitation from, you know, it, it, which is much sadder that that's what you get relegated to after you are, you know, a, the president of the free world or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Yeah. No particular like legacy or like, Oh yeah, here are the, here are the things that were positive <clears throat> contributions to the country. It's like, well, I guess he didn't fuck it up that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and looking back, I mean, I, I guess my hope is that my hope is that everything has been about as bad since Bush as it feels going into this latest election, because it feels like the worst choice we've ever had to make. But if we've been making compromises since, uh, Grant, <laughs> God, that's a good you know, poll. You know, if we've been if we've been compromising since then, like I can understand how like it is just kind of uh, it is just kind of like you know, well, this is how things work in the USA. Um, you know, this is this is how it goes. This is just what we do. We just we just let it happen and it sucks <laughs> while it sucks. Uh, but then you forget about it because it sucks more next year. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's been amazing and, uh, to me watching this, uh, the reaction among the uh, conservative press when somebody says something like, um, you know, we should make a list of all of the, all of the people who enabled the Trump administration, all of the people who carried water for them, and they should be more or less chased out of public life. And these people are, you know, Laura Ingram is like, you know who else made lists? And it's like, you did, you <laughs> fucking bitch. Like, like literally, your yeah. administration made lists. Yeah. Laura Ingram's been terrible since Bush. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, fuck. Yeah. I, it's, I, all of, all, all that they know how to do, again, it's Facebook. All they know how to do is be like, the Nazis did this. It's like, that's, that's what you're going it's, with. It's, the Nazis yeah, did a, this. the yeah. weakest fucking Godwin's law. Meanwhile, like, they, they, you know, they get all their memes from like Uncle Sam's misguided children, and you know, fucking the dude with fourteen eighty eight in the page name. Like, it's and like this is- you, you can't see the fucking Nazis right there in front of you. Come on, how are you going to call anybody else a Nazi? You know, and this harkens back to our previous conversation about the Million MAGA March. That um, I think, you know, one of the reasons that didn't come up as to why the alphabet agencies are not particularly uh, concerned about like militant Trumpism is because they don't really have a coherent ideology mm-hmm. outside nah. of this sort of um, owning the libs. Well, owning the it's yeah. So like the ideology is just this sort of uh, like non-directional grievance culture. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious too, because they're the ones who, you know, are constantly accusing other people of always being offended about things. Right. But mm-hmm. they are just like the softest fucking snowflakes when it comes to, you know, being held responsible for their own behavior. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, yeah. and liberals play into this too, where like, you know, you, you have a fucking think piece in the Washington Post about like, is Karen the new N word? It's like, I don't know, which one did you spell out? It's probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and 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 they're not really super dangerous outside of the stochastic part of it. Without the cult leader, they're not really they don't have any direction that they want to go right. because they're they're ideologically 
very different from each other. Yeah, yeah they're just going to go back to, of, you know, like abusing their kids and like making a scene at fucking, you know, Applebee's every uh every couple months or so. I think Applebee's and Chili's are done for. Like, I think we have to upgrade I hope so. to like Arby's or something. That, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an upgrade. upgrade? Arby's Arby's did really well during the pandemic apparently. Yeah, yeah I guess so, people really love saying. wet sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> wet, uh, fucking roast beef sandwich so with like. I gotta go get my. I gotta go pick up my wets. Mm-hmm. Just my, just my wet mm. meat bun with horsey sauce. I just want, I just, I want, I want mm. the pee wet sandwich um, <laughs> that that went viral a few weeks ago. The smack farm pee wet from our yeah, smack farm pee wet. Hell yeah! God, I would fucking love that. I would go crazy for it. I would, I would totally eat that shit. But it would have to come in at like one of the old fashioned styrofoam containers, right? Because yeah. it's just gonna like leak into your uh, like car upholstery on the on the drive I think, home. I I feel like that's the kind of thing that would leak through the styrofoam. Yeah, even. <laughs> the chemical composition. Just, just compromised. It's sort of exactly. Yeah, the styrofoam is just melted inside of the basket. Arby's yeah. smack barn pee wet. Holy shit, that's Whoa. amazing. <laughs> Say that Christ. five times well, fast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, alphabet agencies that we should be worried about, um, apparently there is a new lawsuit against Google of all companies. Ah, oh, I got it. Uh, clever, owned by clever. Alphabet. Yes, yes, clever, clever me. I am the clever girl today. Were you the one complaining uh, about puns earlier? Uh, no, that was Dennis. Okay, I am the one that is. I'm the one that's been doing puns since we started. Right, right, the show, right. right. So. And I've been throwing up in my mouth. Uh, yeah, this is just this is just anti-Dennis racism going on here. Ex- exactly. That's why we had to bring Dennis on. So Dennis could like you know just use suffer. the slurs that we can't uh-huh. use, and then we get to also just. Uh, just you know, rain down the terror of our ancestors upon us. How centrist. Um, so, uh, Google has been sued for allegedly stealing Android users' cellular cellular data allowances through unapproved, undisclosed transmissions to their servers. Um, whenever their phones, well, whenever their devices, Android devices, are uh, not being used. They are apparently sending information up to 16 times an hour, 390-ish times a day, uh, sending information to uh, back to back home, sending it to Google. Yeah, it's that shit from it's, phoning home. It's that shit from the Dark Knight, where it's just like kind of monitoring everybody's location so the Batman can you know better beat the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Now the reason why they figured out this is happening is because it is actually a massive uh amount of data it's about eight meg megabytes of data a day um interestingly enough uh they there was like something in here about how apple said that oh yeah we did the same thing but uh or, or no no an iphone with with the safari browser open in the background transmits only about a tenth of that amount to apple so uh, they tested it, and it is specifically, uh, you know, Android phones that are transmitting this massive amount of data, which presumably would have something to do with probably Facebook and Twitter and every other app that you have downloaded on there listening to you and transmitting voice data back to, uh, you know, back to their home servers, I mm-hmm. presume. That's my assumption. Well, maybe. I, I mean, what... the, the the responding memo from Google said, like, um, like this is all just, uh, like real basic, um, like diagnostic information. It's not data about the user themselves so much as like, when do people have Twitter open or something like that? You know, like information that it feels personal, but it's not really tied to a person's identity. But I mean, the bigger problem is just how badly they're fucking over people who, you know, are on like small data plans. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you're not on Wi Fi when, you know, your phone is doing shit of its own, you know, at its own behest, it's like, yeah, cool, guess I'm just paying hour, for that right? then. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's now, the, they, that's the allegation of the class act or why they're trying to get it certified as a class action right. lawsuit. And I feel like that's their uh, best 
they like because like I don't think that the federal judge is. is going to give a shit that uh, you know your <laughs> that your data is being oh, they taken. Oh, stole your data. Bleh, fuck off. But you know they're no, you, you, you sign the contract. I mean the the fucking end user license agreements of any of these apps that you download are. I mean it looks like fucking Satan wrote them. Right, but I, um, I think uh, yeah, I, I think that they definitely. That's why they're tackling it from like a consumer angle. Uh, because I don't think, yeah, I don't think otherwise anyone's going to care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the most surprising part to me about this whole story was just how much less Apple was taking from their users. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I assumed that they would have been more or less on par with each other. Well, they've optimized how much it does in the background and or whenever you're right. Yeah. Totally. Well, that's the so. thing, right? Like you can easily optimize around this issue of just like, yeah, just store it and wait till the user's on Wi-Fi. But yep. yep. No, uh, Apple, Apple has don't be evil in their, uh, you know, in their company standards somewhere, obviously, because they aren't just stealing users, uh, you know, precious, precious data. Uh, they've optimized it so that, you know, why we're not evil, we would never do that. Well, now we'll still take all of the fucking, like, communications nobody, that you do mm- and every other analytic nobody outside of like dc comic super villains actually believe themselves to be evil right <laughs> it's, it's such exactly. it's such like mealy mouth nonsense that's all that the tech industry is it's mealy mouth nonsense <laughs> because it's the same it's the same problem that's happened in the construction industry which i'm going to rant about because i did it the other day to my grandfather uh because he asked me if i had a job and i was like no i've had like 16 uh 16 fucking interviews but no job offers yet um it's the the more companies that you shove in between the labor and the contract the more money you can make because every company takes a little piece of of each contract and then the guy at the end who has to actually do the work always gets screwed it's the, the fucking it's the same thing with tech companies except they've abstracted they've abstracted their product into you know social media into apps that you download and use and all this weird analytics and metrics of 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 <laughs> you know when you pause on the Costco app to look at the you know wow that bet is $10,000 and then suddenly you get mattress advertisements all over everything you're like well fuck okay right at least <laughs> at least theoretically at the end of a construction contract like there's a building or a road or something something actually yeah. produced yeah, <laughs> yeah. a material a material good yeah at the end of at the end of the of the google data collection pipeline um it's just a giant it's just a giant machine with some ai on it sucking up your data and spitting it back out and like a random machine language that Google doesn't even understand. They're just fascinated staring at the box with a magnifying glass. Yeah, it's weird. I, like Silicon Valley really does feel like a uh, it's like a shell game or like three card Monty <laughs> where like yep. one person got gets got and then they just trade places and the guy who just got got starts shuffling the cards. Yep. That's what venture capital is. That's like Quibi's closing down because that's what it is. Well, no, they I mean, just, let's not fool ourselves. And- let's not fool ourselves. Quibi is shutting down because Meg Whitman needs to be Joe Biden's commerce secretary. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she just wasn't going to be able to hold both of those jobs at the same time. So they had to, so they had to wind up the business. I mean, clearly Quibi was, was you know, necessitating a lot of effort and attention and yeah. uh, <laughs> right. care. You know, a lot of care. A lot of very, care. Very demanding job. Yeah. 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 Qu- Quibi... All of the products, they talk about the virtual marketplace. It literally is a virtual marketplace, as in it isn't real, as in nothing is real. There's no, there's nothing. It's like the U.S. economy. At the end of the day, if all the money stopped changing hands, we go, whoa, the government was in so much debt. That debt disappears. It was never real in the first place. There's not somebody that comes and goes, hey, I'm here to collect on my debt. No, the whole economic system crashes because of the way we've set it up. Yeah, somebody, uh, somebody online was uh, talking about. I, I no, it was like a like an MSNBC contributor or something uh, posting about like you can't just forgive student debt. That money comes out of somebody's pocket. Right. <laughs> it's like the the only pocket that it comes out of is the like the middleman corporations that we invented in order to process those debts. Right. You know, yeah. there's no actual, there's no, we're not in the gold standard. It's not coming out of fucking Fort Knox if we have to pay this off. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's why we have like a, a coin shortage during you know a pandemic where we stop changing money fast enough. It's because we only had enough in circulation to like make it to everybody if it kept going into circulation. Yeah, yeah, sure. When you stop, when you stop at one point, you know everything else like yeah, to it's dominoes of everything collapsing. Then you gotta go set it all back right, up again, right one by one you, to get it flowing properly. You know, I didn't, I, I don't talk about it a whole lot, but I did uh, work for Ameritrade as a stockbroker for about two years. Nice. Um, and this was like right around the time of the uh, the two thousand. That's why you have the the early uh, mill pattern baldness. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Right. No, actually, I I genuinely have like this weird ridge in my skull, and I think that it came from. Uh, the heavy ass set of headphones that I had to wear to do that call center job. Um, and oh I went God. and complained to my manager one day. I was like, Emily, what the fuck? Like, feel my skull. I've got like a weird dent. And she's like, Oh, yeah, everybody gets that here. Oh, my God. I was like, What, what the fuck? Like, no. I, I, that that, that would have been nice to know, uh, you know, when you hired me. Um, I yeah. Worn a helmet or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I do have like a little bit of background in finance. And so it's, it's very frustrating to me when somebody says, uh, like you see leftists do this a lot, um, completely misunderstand, like, um, the fed's going to inject $60 billion worth of liquidity into the market in order to make us through the weekend or something. And they're like, see, see money is money is like, they can spend $60 billion on this, but. Uh, you know, they can't spend $60 billion on healthcare. And it's like, okay, well, you're not wrong that the government is spending money on stupid shit, but injecting liquidity in the market is literally just, we'll just cover your payment tomorrow. And then like, mm-hmm. it, it immediately gets paid back. It gets paid back literally in like 24 hours um, yeah. because it's all fake. It's, mm-hmm. it's liquidity. It's not actual money. Right. Yeah, they can they can push the numbers so that it's fine, so that when it gets paid back, all the numbers go back. To right? Yeah, it all comes out in the wash. It's not like we're actually yeah. spending sixty billion dollars on, you know, and and it goes to it does go to shitheads. It goes to fucking Citigroup and Yum <laughs> Yum Brand Foods and whatnot. But you know, God, I hate Yum Brand so fucking much. Yeah, worked on so many fucking KFCs, and they are spending so much on their program to upgrade all those KFC stores. But they're not spending enough per store. And then and then that's on top of they're choosing to do all these store remodels instead of just raising salaries. And if those people, you know, if, if you raise salaries and people, I don't know, took better care of the kitchen, it would, you know, you could spend a little more on a remodel and have a much nicer kitchen that would then last a lot longer if you had employees that, like, you invested in who cared about their job, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, you see it across the restaurant industry. Uh, that's, that's been like more or less, you know, my jobs over the past couple of years is like working in various restaurants and, and you mm-hmm. see these like weird, um, it's all, it's all like the same venture capitalist set, right. Who believe yeah. that, you know, we need like, a couple more menu inserts or whatever, and that's going to drive our business instead of just, you know, I don't know. Pay- you know. Well, okay. If Taco Bell brought back the Fiesta potatoes, I'm pretty sure that we could make it to Mars off of that energy. Yeah. Taco Bell got rid of the Mexican pizza, and they are dead to me now. <laughs> <laughs> they got rid of the shredded chicken. They got rid of every shredded chicken I'm item. Still, uh, I can no longer I'm get st- the shredded chicken case. Yeah, I'm DML. still sad that you can't get an Inchirito. It's been a while. Mm. That was gone in the nineties. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't bring them brought back the volcano menu mm-hmm. either. Bring back the green salsa. The volcano menu is. Why are we all so the, obsessed with live moss when what we need to do is give moss? <laughs> Ooh, give oh. moss to your community. <laughs> wow. Speaking of giving moss to your community, if you've made it this far, you're a true comrade. So we'd like to thank you for sticking around through this episode. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to shout out all of our patrons, especially Scott for contributing to, contributing to our dialectical tier, and Spencer, not Thomas and Tim, for contributing to our Devil's Advocate tier. Y'all keep the show running. Uh, please let us know how you liked our latest Patreon-exclusive episode, but we'll be posting it possibly later today, so there should be a new one out by the time this episode comes out. If you want to become a patron, you can do that for $5 a month or 
you know, for the time being, we have our one dollar a month tier. Um, uh, is if you join for a dollar a month, you can access all of our bonus episodes. That way, you have four dollars to spend on bail yeah. funds. So, with that said, thank you for the transition. First of all, um, fantastic transition opportunity. <laughs> um and uh matt tell us about your show tell us uh what content you're making what you're excited about what you want people to check out oh certainly yeah thanks so uh, yeah i'm matthew um i do a weekly uh mostly like leftist politics and pop culture podcast with uh my very good friend brendan it's called liquid flannel um we have been patting ourselves on the back about being the best of all of the dudes sit down and talk about leftist politics podcast because we record every week, including a bonus episode, which is free right now because we suspended our Patreon for the duration of the coronavirus and we never release an episode. So um, <laughs> you can, you can, it's very relatable. You, I gotta say, yeah, you can, you can follow us. We're on Twitter at liquid underscore flannel. And uh, my Twitter is uh, Matt, the Gwait with the W, which is an old, High school joke based on a, I think it's from Salem's Lot by uh, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I've, I've been calling myself that for literally like 20 years. Um, and then, uh, yeah, if you are a giant nerd and you want a leftist breakdown of Brian Jakes's Red Wall series, uh, we have a podcast called The Red Wall. Um, which is where we read the Redwall books, and then we talk about like how feminist or leftist they are. All right, it's a sick concept. I I remember hearing about when it started. I have not listened to it yet because I have not listened to a lot of podcasts uh, lately. Oh well, that's the thing. Nobody um, listens to podcasts anymore, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, oh, believe me, I watch our analytics. I know. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a lovely concept, and I read the Red Ball series as a kid, so um, it's it's really cool to see that there are other people out there like me. Yeah, I'd be um, I'd be surprised that, if some of your listeners didn't have sort of an overlap in interest. I think a lot of us grew up with those books, and they're a lot of fun to go back and read and kind of analyze because sometimes they're really good, and sometimes you're like, "Wow, that was uh that was extremely racist, Brian. What what were you thinking there?" <laughs> <laughs> uh i i don't have a uh, a pun uh to make fun of brian jacques with but uh <laughs> yeah I, I i do not i do not trust most of the things that i consumed um you know uh, all the all the young adult uh novels that i read so um so i commend you for having the the courage to go back and and revisit those. oh yeah thanks no it's all it's all part of a project i'm gonna do uh for the Redwall series what alan moore did for superhero comics you know <laughs> i just need yeah. to read through all of them first and then i'll be able to write like the big meta deconstructionist Redwall novel hell yeah <laughs> oh god okay I, i'm too much of a nerd that actually sounds like as long as we get a as long as we also get a like a companion visual novel oh absolutely um yeah. god <laughs> just like all all the blood is just for <laughs> well this has been a real treat guys thank you yeah thank well you thank for you for on. coming on i'm i'm glad we finally got to collab with you any old time um, seriously uh, I will certainly, I will certainly hit you up and and try to try to bring you back around because we do, you know, we stream, we do other bonus episodes. Yeah. If you have something you want to just get on and talk about, like I'm always open to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, this has been a real blast. Yeah. Well, well. Thanks again, and thank you everybody for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it as well, and we will see you tonight on our stream, uh, or uh, you know, on our Friday our game night stream. So. Yeah. Uh, follow follow all of our social media to keep yourself updated for when that happens and when our content is coming out. And uh, that's it. Anything nope, else, that's Dennis? It. You got it. That's what we. I I did get mm-hmm. it. I got it this time. Oh, I awesome. had I had one last little note. Um, yes. We we talked on the Patreon episode about uh, COVID and affecting men, and I made a Hall and Oates joke, but. Like ever since I did that, I've had that song in my head, and I realized that the that the song Man Eater actually is about the coronavirus preying on men. There you go. 
Interesting. Yeah. We'll wow. cut that and put it into the Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. All right. Y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye. Cheers, fellas. Uh, Bo died on the way to his home planet. Uh, Matt, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, uh, bye. Howdy, y'all. Don't forget to follow our link tree in the show notes to discover new things like our Discord, social media platforms, and all the places where you can listen to our podcast. Word of mouth is the best way to introduce us and other leftist creators to friends, family, coworkers, your AA buddies. Community is about more than hot takes online. And if you want to support our efforts, you can donate to us at patreon.com slash psychicdolphingarage, which is spelled how it sounds. Hope to see you on the stream tonight. Enjoy this music by JJ Dean. How the fuck I still got a full head of hair? Not a single gray. Pop the cops, family first, every single day. Bringing a charm when I bring the alarm. My arms got a box cutter and sticky. We gotta abolish ice, we gotta abolish ice, abolish it. No need to apologize to Holocaust apologists. For no reason we colonize the land and put up monuments. Dope needles, dollar signs to go upstairs and astonish. I hope there'll be a punishment. I really wanna get bloody. I really wanna stand in judgment of anybody taking money from anybody in the struggle. Anybody gonna budget? Poor people getting 10 to 20 for some dumb shit. Corporations incorporating a bloodlet. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words, this coup will not be bloodless. Mark my fucking words.